Hello, and welcome to another episode of Give Us This Day, Our Daily Lou. Well, I'll read a piece out of the Bhagavad Gita and talk about it. Hope you're having a lovely Thursday. Tomorrow's almost Friday. Yes. All right, let's get to it. Uh, chapter three, selfless service, karma, yoga. Our junior asked the question, show me the path. Krishna's answering. Here we go. This is a longer shlokas here. Every selfless act, Arjuna, is born from Brahman, the eternal, infinite Godhead. Brahman is present in every act of service. All life turns on this law, Arjuna. Those who violate it, indulging the senses for their own pleasure and ignoring the needs of others, have wasted their life. But those who realize the self are always satisfied, having found the source of joy and fulfillment. They no longer seek happiness from the external world. They have nothing to gain or lose by any action. Neither people nor things can affect their security. All right, let's do it again. Every selfless act, Arjuna, is born from Brahman, the eternal, infinite Godhead. Brahman is present in any, every act of service. All life turns on this law, or Arjuna. Those who violate it, indulging the senses for their own pleasure and ignoring the needs of others have wasted their life but those who realize the self are always satisfied having found the source of joy and fulfillment they no longer seek happiness from the external world they have nothing to gain or lose by any action neither people nor things can affect their security what are we talking about here let's see Every selfless act, Arjuna, is born from Brahman, the eternal, infinite Godhead. So, again, referring to the selfless act as to be of Godhead. Brahman is present in every act of service. Everything you do in of service is like the sacrifice. You could say in devotion, if you will. You know, when you live a life of service to others, you're in devotion to the Godhead. It doesn't have to mean you're like out making fucking, you know, buildings and digging wells and shit. Because a lot of those people that were doing the well thing, the wells were forcing indigenous people to do their religion too. It was kind of like, hey, you want to drink from this clean water? You also have to do our religion. So fuck your religion. It's no bueno. But when you're doing in the service of others, where you're truly helping others navigate through life from whatever sense of the term, that could in in their profession, in a as a role model or as just a, a being that's dedicated to something and devout to it in the in the greater good, not just for their selfish desires, but to truly help others in whatever this is. It could be fucking being the best hamburger maker, whatever. You know what I mean? So, all life turns on this law, O Arjuna. That's like nature right there. Nature doesn't know nature for nature, not for itself. You know, go back to our natural ways of the self again with this example I keep using with the cancer cells. The cells will commit suicide, if you will, for the greater good of the whole organism. The cancer cells are the ones that break away because they want to do their own shit in terms of just growth. And then look what they do. 
Those who violate it indulge in the senses for their own pleasure and ignoring the needs of others have wasted their life. That's just kind of... Those who violate it indulge in the senses for their own pleasure and ignoring the needs of others have wasted their life. The fight is a fulfillment thing. Maybe they're discussing here. How many times you hear like in these... I don't know. I you know, oh, we read like uh, self help books and all that shit, and they talk about like you know, oh, the number one things people talk about at their deathbed, or like the number one regrets and all that. You know, they're wasting their life because all of the selfish desires, you know, in some type of um, sense pursuit, in pursuit of an outcome, of a worldly object only, and when they get it, they realize they're not fulfilled. How many times you hear those? Alleged stories. I say alleged because I don't talk to the people. I just read them in books. Although people I can reflect on in my own life that I would see not being too fulfilled with joy materially are doing very well. That's neat. It's not. It's just. I guess that's a judgment, but not. I'm not trying to. Is it a judgment or is it a fact? It's still an assumption. They appear to be not doing too well. And when they tell, talk to you, it doesn't seem like they're doing too well. And they're not that happy, flee very fleetingly. So I'm going to have to go with not doing too well. But those who realize the self are always satisfied. Having found the source of joy and fulfillment, they no longer seek happiness from the external world. You know, find the home within. Find the self and then go pursue whatever it is that you're trying to do. Which many a time is an assistance of others. Even if it's just doing something that you want to do that doesn't seem like it's helping others at the time. It could just be the fact that you're doing something you truly want to do that sparks that same sense of creativity that all of us humans kind of have into doing what they want to do. It gives them that power just by you being you. That alone, you being you. That's that shit. That's finding the self, which you truly enjoy doing. Breaking the norms, the molds. Starting revolutions in motherfuckers' minds and shit. You know, breaking the fucking way things should be and all that being you. They have nothing to gain or lose by any action. Neither people nor things can affect their security. Secure within oneself is the security. And it's not, it's to act without attachment. You know, not to act with an attachment and desire for the self only, for you, selfishly, but for others, for all. You know, and Rami Dams would always say, like, the best way to help others is to work on yourself. Because, like, the intuition we have is you'll be able to see if someone's phony with some shit. And then that just creates more duality and division within the self because there's a part that will notice such, but then the strong ego structure and personality refuse those intuitive feelings, the unconscious, as Jung would talk about. And that will eventually manifest. So, you know, when the truth always prevails and shit, you eventually, although the the nonsensical, the people that are fronting the pimp and holy or fronting on whatever form of whatever they're trying to sell to people, they usually get found out, you know, so. Those who violate it indulge the senses of their own pleasure and the needs of others have wasted their life. 
you know, it's also in the sense of like any, any action in the sense of sex, utilizing the action of sex, which is a desire, fulfilling the worldly desire of sex just for lust is in another form. You're looking at the other as just an object and not even a being. Therefore, not seeing the God within themselves, disrespecting such. That would be in a quote of so, such a term, sin. When you're just fucking to fuck a hole. Not to be intercourse with another human being. Which, you know, you get to those ecstatic moments in such sex. That's pretty godly. You know, but if it's just to get that nut off, you get it off and that's like, it, you know. It's not, you know, you don't feel that great after. And I've done it numerous times. I do it all the time. It's not, you know, it's not, it's not the best. Like if you get that little ego struggle, like, yeah, but then I guess once you get to certain states of your life, you're not trying to do certain things against, or you're trying to get, you get, you get different ideas or whatever it is I'm going through. They're just like, oh, this isn't it. This just isn't it. This is, this is, what is this? You know, it's literally just a form of masturbation. And when you're using just a form of masturbation, it's, it's an energy you're wasting that can go to other purposes. The one in which, too, you're fulfilling a short-term desire that's just eating away at you, especially in the form of which we masturbate nowadays anyway with the porn and all that because now you're just really creating objects of others. You're literally just watching it as an object, which is then feeding the unconscious thought of it as an object. And that's living an entirely... In the selfishness, it's ignoring the needs of others, indulging the senses of their own pleasure, ignoring the needs of others have wasted their life. So I could personally completely fucking jive with that and understand that. And that's why I'm going to give such an example and reflect of it in such a way. It's how I personally reflect through to it. And that's not a point. It's not a, you know, it's not a cool thing either to be the object to be someone's object and even it's and that's how crazy the human can be is like you're not saying that to them with words but you're saying that to them with the action and they may not even be perceiving it as such consciously because it's a defense for themselves to feel some type of um i don't know to keep themselves together i would say otherwise it's just, it's a defense mechanism to not feel like the object they were just made out to be. That's on both sides, all sides of the coin, you know. If a guy's fucking a guy, girl's fucking a guy, girl's fucking a guy, guy's fucking a girl, guy's fucking a horse, whatever you're fucking. You know, the object. So although the horse might not feel it as much, but uh, you, they might, you know what I mean? So, let me leave it with you one more time. You guys can think on it. Every selfless act, Arjuna, is born from Brahman, the eternal, infinite Godhead. Brahman is the present in every act of service. All life turns on this law, O Arjuna. Those who violate it, indulging in the senses of their own pleasure and ignoring the needs of others, have wasted their life. But those who realize the self are always satisfied. Having found a source of joy and fulfillment, they no longer seek happiness from the external world. They have nothing to gain or lose by any action. Neither people nor things can affect their security. All right, guys, girls, nannies, whatever you are. Thank you for tuning in to WLOU, the smooth sounds of the Bhagavad Gita.